Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Yeah, we're on the struggle bus today. <laughs> Hello, Walk in the Park podcast Hello. listeners. This is Babs. This is Riss. And we're here today, and I'm on the struggle bus. I don't know if you are, Riss. Are you, you sound uh, like you're doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm on the bus, but I'm, I'm, I've got a front row seat. I think I'm good. You're going to get off soon, are you? I'm going to get off soon. <laughs> Speaking of school buses, so Vivian overhears me. You should be appalled. Don't talk about me on your podcast. But last night was Vivian's first track meet ever. And they took school buses there. Even though she goes to a private school, they have school buses. And I thought to myself, yeah, I thought to myself, huh, is this possibly the first time Vivian's ever been on a school bus? It, she's been in in private school her whole life. And I was trying to think, you know, when, when she was little, you know, first through third grade, she attended a school that I think had buses for like short field trips, but I don't know in those grades, I don't have a recollection of her ever doing one. Like the Uh older kids would go off campus maybe. Right. Um, But it could have very well happened because that's your memory. Correct. My memory that is fading, failing <laughs> in all the wrong ways. Like I'd like to not remember any of the bad stuff. Oh, Marissa. I, I, I feel like, I feel like she was, went to Sweet Apple though. Was that Naomi? That was Naomi. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Vivian all right. never went. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know where I've, I haven't recompiled my February list of things you know the death by a thousand paper cuts motif that I'm framing in my life right now we're just thing after thing after thing none none of them is necessarily earth shattering or life threatening but it is just always something my friend yeah always something yeah it is so tell me about what you've been doing with you know uh, wine these days has the sommelier studying coming along well <laughs> it hit a it hit a snag my dog decided to get into this plastic box i have with all my flashcards in it okay and i make up these flashcards i read and then i put them on i put the information on you know index cards so you're old and school your index card old school handwriting yeah. It's gotcha. And it's probably one of the things they it's one of the top three ways they tell you to study because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of information. 
And um, my uh, Chris comes into the living room the other night and he goes, remember how you could hear him eating something? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, you might <laughs> not want to go into that room at the moment. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he got into your little plastic box and he spread out all the cards and he ate them. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is that? It's I mean, a it's paper. Thing. It's, it's paper. He ate I'm... one of my pens. And by the way, it was one of my better pens, but that's all right. What the heck? He just, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to have a little buffet, a little snack. Oh, so he Winston. Did. And the thing is, I was really mad at first. And then I thought, well, you know what, though? The thing is with studying, I tend to do better studying when I rewrite things. So right. going back and rewriting everything is not the worst thing that could happen. It's a pain in the ass, but it's not the worst right. thing. So basically you're saying Winston did you a favor. Kind of did me a favor. He's kickstarting you again. He's reminding you, hey, these cards were in this box and you weren't doing anything with them. Right. Do it over. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And then, well, on the same, but in the same breath, he went into my tennis bag. He opened up the zipper and he went in there and he took a whole bunch of stuff out. And he, again, another little buffet. Let's see, he's spread it all out. He's got this thing where he's got to root into things to, you know, I don't know. He just is do does his breed of dog do that? Are they nosy? Yes. Yes. They are very nosy. What he is. They're like three-year-old. I liken them to three-year-old kids. They're very stubborn. They're very nosy. And they don't want to be told what to do. So that can be it. Uh, any of us at any age perhaps but yes i understand what you're saying now remind the listeners what type of dog winston is he's a beagle the beagle <sighs> okay well he's a good boy otherwise i mean he does have his quirks but he's he's a really good family dog but it's like really dude so it's and it's funny because at this stage he, he should know better i mean we don't keep he doesn't eat shoes or socks he doesn't he's passed all of that and we don't keep anything out for him to eat. And so when he does things like that, it's bizarre. It's like, why did you pick that? <laughs> oh, I know why he picked your tennis bag. Cause he's like, stop leaving me to go off and play tennis. Yeah. I say that to you and I'm not even your dog. <laughs> yeah. But at least you don't eat my things over it. You I don't. Tell but me. Maybe if I were there, I would eat your things. Not your paper, but I'd be like, God, this is house. I'm going to drink her wine and eat her snacks while she's out playing tennis. And she's not available to me. Of course, I can't do that because I'm here in sunny Florida and you're up in yeah. Georgia. Georgia. I, know. I am getting ready to travel, though. And so this is a pre-travel day for me today. Another and travel day. I mean, I feel like you just got home. I did. I actually literally. Is today Saturday? Yes. <laughs> yes. I literally got home Tuesday night at about 1030. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This was not all entirely well thought out. I mean, I think the listeners, if they listen to our previous podcast, they'll know you and I were together a couple weeks ago. I was up in Georgia doing my thing. I was froze-aid. You were froze-aid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. We do need to, we need to circle. That's right. All right. Let's put a pin in my travel month. And explain to the listeners your frosé journey. I took you to Chiringa. This was your first frosé. The next morning, you were like, "What hit me? What, what happened?" 
Now <gasps> you had, so you have one of the large 24 ounce rosés. Like yeah. I and then I bought us two little ones for the yeah, bike so to then, go. Then you had another 12 ounces. So you had 36 ounces of rosé, but then we went out to dinner, correct? Yeah. And we had a bottle of wine. Okay. All right. So who's to say rosé or wine? <laughs> Could have been the combination. Well, yeah. And to, to the listeners, the thing with frozen drinks is that, especially this rosé, I sucked it down because it didn't taste like there was anything in it, really. Right. So it was just like- Very what? tasty. It was very tasty. And I just sucked it down. And I, t- and I was like, you know, halfway through it. And I'm thinking- Oh, I'm still not really feeling anything. I'll just suck it down. <laughs> oh, actually, and then I went for another one, and that was probably <laughs> the wrong thing to do. Well, that's because you and I were drinking before our friend JoJo showed up, and yep. then she showed up, and we introduced her to the frosé. Right? I think we got her one too. Yes. Yeah, I think you got. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, and I then, love the frosé. And then if my, if I'm correct, didn't we try to get up into that one restaurant at the top and we were up there for a while on top of the roof? Well, we went up to the rooftop restaurant. They didn't have any seating for us. I don't know how long it was going to be. And we basically, we didn't hang out there a long time because it was cold. We just kind of went up, looked around. We didn't have a drink there. No, no. No. Okay. All right. So, all right, listeners. (laughs) I have a picture of that place. It was called Up. Up, right. Up on the roof, up on the roof. That's a song. Oh, who sings that? I don't know, but that's very random and very good that you can do that. Hmm. Who's looking out? Capture a rainbow. Everyone knows it's windy. Can't tell you. That was pro- that was horribly off. Bravo, bravo. Thank you. I feel like that was a chorus or show choir song from oh. 30 or 40 years ago, literally. Could be. That, you know, somebody that I either, I was part of the viewing experience. It might've been a show choir song. You know, all the fancy people who could sing were in show choir, oh. jazz hands. Oh, okay. Is that what they call them? Show choir? Nice. Show choir. That's, that's I've never heard that term. Back in my day in Massachusetts in the mid 80s to early 90s, that's what it was called. Show nice. choir. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, that was a good night. Too, so yes. And I don't know how well, we got on, we got on the subject because we were talking about wine and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. All right. Yes. Yes. We just wanted to flow through some alcohol memories, you know, yes. remind ourselves. Yes. Um, yeah. So after I saw you, then I was up in Boston visiting Naomi. It was freaking cold up there, Marissa. I, I can only imagine because I have another friend. I didn't realize one of the parents of uh, the tennis team has a, a daughter who's going to be you as well. And I turned to oh. her and I said, it's really cold up there. My girlfriend was literally just up there this past weekend. Yeah. She, it's, it's, and I don't know where you, you were in the building showing the gales of wind coming through the buildings, right? Or no, that was something else. Uh, I don't think I showed it, but I probably, I, maybe I texted about it cause it was yes. so windy out. You were literally just getting blown along. Like if you right. didn't plant yourself, you would just be blown out into the street. 
And there was a gale wind advisory. I mean, I'm probably lucky my aircraft made it in without too much trouble. But anyway, so I was up there, you know, I got to see my nephews. That was fun. I saw other family members. I was let back into Naomi's dorm. So as of Monday, February 21st, BU had relaxed some of its COVID protocols because the Massachusetts governor or the mayor or both had relaxed some. So I was actually allowed into her dorm room, which they had not been allowing non-student guests into the dorm rooms um, okay. since COVID started. I mean, we were allowed to help her move in in the small, you know, four-hour window that we got. But after that, you know, we weren't allowed to, to go into her dorm room. Gotcha. And as listeners may know, because I probably shared in a previous episode, you know, it was very sad. Her roommate came back. Her second semester and about four days later decided to drop out so wow you know, half of Naomi's room is empty now Aww. but I know Man. she's doing okay she's going to be home in a week for spring break she, I think she's a little stressed out she's trying to push through midterms and papers and I don't know I'm a little worried about her but as I am worried about the world you know I know we're going to talk about this with MB but the Russia Ukraine situation this is starting to freak me out. I'm not going to lie. Mm, I'm not freaked out just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not freaked out just yet. I just feel bad for the people there. And I don't, again, and I've said this before and we'll talk about it later. I don't see any value to doing this, but you know, he's Putin's Putin. He's going to do what he's going to do. And it is what it is. I just feel bad for the people there. Well, I think part of Putin's angle is, you know, he's spreading this message to Russian citizens. And we have to remember that, you know, here in this country, we have a free press, but Russia as a government anyway, uh, is a misinformation machine and certainly controls the information that a lot of Russians get. So who knows what Putin is really telling the people. But I mean, I think he's definitely got them worked up that, you know, the Ukraine with the help of Western countries is going to come in and, you know, try to invade Russia, which is just ridiculous. We would never do that. I mean, it just right. seems, it seems insane. Um, but I think that's the type of message he's, Putin is peddling to the Russians, the Russian people, like, And, you know, I know he was saying, oh, well, there are people in the Ukraine that have separated and want to be part of Russia, and I'm recognizing them as a sovereign, you know, sovereign nations or entities. And it's like, yeah, that's not really how it works. I mean, the danger here is that he's trying to or is upending, you know, the liberal democracy philosophy of the world that was embraced after World War II. And I mean, that's what our world order is based on. People can complain about it, you know, they cannot like it, they can challenge it, but that is the world order that has prevented us from having a World War III. Right, absolutely. And I just feel like we're kind of back in the eighties. I mean, remember yeah, this in the is... 80s when everybody was scared, like, what is Russia going to do next? Are we going to be in a nuclear war? Right, right. Putin, you know, Putin shouldn't even still be president anyway. You know, he's changed the Russian constitution so that he can just keep 
running. I mean, there were term right. limits in the Russian constitution. And I think he's just throwing all that, um, you know, he's he just wants to stay in power until he dies, basically. So, right, right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I feel bad for the people in the Ukraine. Um, you know, who knows what the sanctions are going to ultimately do. I was listening or reading somewhere, though, at least like, I mean, it's interesting. Russia is not, they are not a big economy. The only reason they're anything is because they have nuclear weapons and they're pretty good at cyber attacks. But Yeah, but they, they also for- support the, the, the European Union with gas, both that's petroleum true. and natural gas. So that's really their thing. But I always thought that Norway played a large role that, in that too. And they haven't said anything about Norway, um, but whatever. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right. The get the, yeah, the natural gas dependency. Um, what I had read was Russia is 3% of the world's gross domestic product. So that like as a whole, they don't have that much of an impact on the global economy, right? The US accounts for 50% of the world's GDP. Right. Um, you know, the problem with Russia for us is that they have China. Yeah, China might not come out and support them publicly, but behind the scenes, you know, they're the ones who are like, oh, don't worry if your trade with Europe drops, like we'll work with you. Right. So I've been reading that as well. So now you're strengthening our Russia China alliance. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it unfolds over the next week or so. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not good. It's not good for the economy. It's not good for people. It's not good for world order. (sighs) Anywho, I don't even think I have anything happier to talk about because of course I'm so disappointed. Like, I mean, as of Monday, Daniil Medvedev will take over the world number one tennis ranking from Novak because Novak obviously hasn't been playing. And uh, Novak's just so gracious about it. You know, he's on Twitter congratulating him. Oh, yeah. I wish people would appreciate, like, you know, that Djokovic isn't like an asshole. Well, Uh, I mean, he's, you know, you always have those people who think that because he came in during a time when Rafa and Roger were doing their thing. Yeah. So that he'll always get beat up for that because how dare you? Um, so I don't know. Right. How dare you? Know. Yeah. But I feel like in a similar vein, I mean, he's, I feel like he's continued kind of that Roger Federer, you know, we're polite supportive philosophy, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, it's interesting to me, you know, we're relaxing a lot of things here in this country, but we're still saying people who are unvaccinated can't come in with a negative COVID test. Right. Right. So it's like, so you can't come play Miami or Indian Wells. Um, I think I was reading somewhere. He may not play again until April. 
Um, oh, I didn't know he wasn't allowed in Indian Wells. I didn't read that. Oh, yeah, no, because the U, the rule in the U.S., if you are, I think it's interesting, you know, we let our citizens travel and come back in unvaccinated, but foreign foreigners are not, if they're not vaccinated, they're not allowed to fly into the U.S. So wow. therefore he, he can't get here, so he can't play. And then it's almost like you're just not, if you're not playing, I mean, even if France which I think France said it wasn't going to change its rules. And then, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, he put himself in a dis- difficult spot. And the thing, I'm mad because I missed an interview he did with the BBC trying to explain it all. I bet you could find it online. Yeah, sure I think so too. Online. I'd like to watch it because he's trying to set the record straight. But I don't know how many more times he needs to explain himself. He doesn't want the vaccine. He doesn't want to put it in his body. But at the same time, he's comfortable with screwing his career. I don't know what to say. It's it yeah, is what it is. I mean, well, that is what it is. I, you know, I'm still going to be sad about it. I wish yeah, I wish too. he would choose differently or I wish, you know, as things start to loosen, as COVID restrictions start to loosen in other countries, I wish, you know, that they could maybe be like, yeah, you can, I mean, I don't even know now, remember, because part of it was, it used to be when you weren't vaccinated, you'd come in, you'd have to quarantine in country and negative COVID test, and then that'd be fine. So it's like, even if he was willing, he was never willing to quarantine before either. Like he's, and none of them really liked it. None of the tennis players liked it. They're like, we can't come in and quarantine for 14 days before a tournament. And then right. be expected to play at like a high level, right? So anyway, yeah. So geopolitically, the world is awful. In the tennis world, I am unhappy. <laughs> and uh, just add it to my list of things. Do we have anything positive we can end with our listeners for before we bring in MB and his MB's corner? Um, let me just check because I, I did write know. some things on. Oh. Oh, oh, this is going to, you're going to love this one. Yeah, my um, Oh, no, you will. But it won't affect you necessarily, but you'll be happy for it. Okay, there I'm intrigued. There are a group of lawmakers here in Georgia that mm-hmm. are trying to put a ban on gas-powered leaf blowers. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm moving back to Georgia if this succeeds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw it on the news. It was a blip and I was like, oh, MG. That, <laughs> that is hilarious. I need yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I think the ban would just really restrict them to certain days of the week. They'd still be able to use them, but they <sighs> wouldn't be able to use them like on a Sunday or a Saturday morning or something like that. Um, of course, then how is, do you enforce that, right? Georgia. Right. Right. Lower ban legislation. Um, yeah, that's always the problem. Let's see. Uh, Georgia bill could protect what? Uh, okay. I don't like this says Georgia bill seeks protection, Marissa, for loud gas leaf blowers. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. This sounds more. Yeah. Okay. Georgia bill could protect leaf blowers from regulation. A new law. Oh, it's the exact opposite, Marissa. A new law making its way through the state legislature would prohibit local governments from imposing rules on when people can operate leaf blowers. All right, this sounds more like the Georgia I know. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid assholes. 
It says that's that weird. Is, that's not what came up on the uh, ordinance prohibits the use of leaf blowers and other landscaping maintenance devices from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. in residential. In DeKalb County, they can only be used from 7.01 a.m. to 9 p.m. on weekdays and 9.10 a.m. to 9 p.m. on weekends, and Cobb and Gwinnett also have restrictions. Um, it says, some places like Washington, D.C. have banned gas-powered leaf blowers, and California will phase them out by 2024. Dallas, Texas is also exploring whether a ban would aid in its plan to reduce greenhouse emissions by 43%. Uh, so... The LEAF Act's chief sponsor is state rep Don Hogan of St. Simons Island. What's wrong with these people? Oh my God. All right. Hate them. <laughs> Hate them. Glad I'm not living in Georgia. Come on back in, Casey. Come on back in. I know. You're fine, Casey. You're fine. Trying to let the cats soak up all their, you know, time before I uh, <sighs> leave them, abandon them for a week. Oh, so where are you mm -hmm. headed to now then? Uh, we're heading out to California. Oh, okay, for right. My father-in-law's 90th birthday. Oh, uh, that's nice. Celebration. So hopefully, I mean, it's hard to travel for a whole week. We're staying with friends, but still like, you know, Jonathan and I have work stuff to do. And sure. Anyway, it's all messy. And of course, it's like, it's always when I'm like traveling for an extended period of time that my work stuff just goes a little bit sideways, sure. gets stressful. Sure. It's just always the way I always say, you know, if I want to make more money, I just have to travel and be, you know, on the road more because that's when all the stuff bubbles up to the surface. You know, that's happened to me too. It's like mm -hmm. whenever I'm on vacation, stuff happens and I'm like, mm -hmm. really? Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. the universe. I don't yeah, know what the universe is trying to tell us. Uh, it's trying to tell us, we don't give a shit about you, so suck it up. <laughs> that's what I feel. That's what I feel. The universe is always trying to tell me, Marissa, like how I got a $840.96 bill for my lab work in January, because apparently the lab that I went to get it drawn at at the hospital was out of network or something. And so my insurance, uh, my routine annual blood work that I've never paid anything for ever. And now I have to try to dispute this $840.96 bill. That's just an uh, example of how my month has been going. So, you know, serenity now. Serenity now. Well, do, is this, is this where we need to uh, wrap yeah. this segment up? Yep. We're going to take all of our sunshine and positivity over to Envy's Corners, listeners. See you soon. All right. See ya. Welcome to MB's Corner for Season 5. In my corner, we'll talk about sports, news, entertainment, current events, and much more. You don't want to miss out on any second of MB's Corner. Hey, MB. How's it going? Good. Hi there. I'm yeah? you from Kennesaw State. 
Ooh, all right. So I have a question about that. Online, you seem to have a Seattle Seahawks flag behind you. You're not flying the uh, Kennesaw State flag behind you? No. Do you not have one? I should get one, though. Yeah, you got to get one. That looks I like a good one. That looks like a good banner, though. It is a good one. I mean, nice. you know, it'd be better if it was Patriots or Tom Brady. Or the Cowboys. Well positioned <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's well, it's well positioned. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're at school right now, but you have a spring break coming up soon, right? Yes. What, what are you going to do there? I'm flying up to Seattle. Ooh. Now, is this next week or the week after? Next week. Next week. Okay. So you're flying out to Seattle. Tell the listeners why you like going there, what you do there. Already spring break for you? Yeah. College. College, they do it in March. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm going to visit my mom's dad. Mm-hmm. The first thing when I get to Seattle, then I'm slowly going to make myself over to my grandmother's place where she lives. Okay. And then the middle of the week, I'm having lunch with one of my mom's friends. Okay. That I've already scheduled. Mm-hmm. Good to have plans on the books, yes. And then well, I don't know what else I'm doing. Okay, so you, you're going out to visit family. Um, do you guys kind of just decide day to day, like, oh, you know, the weather's nice, let's go out and do this, or? Us, it's day to day. All right. My parents are not coming, so it's only going to be me. I know. So you're flying by yourself. You have a direct flight, I assume. Yes. Got to get up early next Saturday. Ooh, early next Saturday. You know, I'll be flying. I'll be flying back from the West Coast next Saturday. Yeah, I I leave. I leave Saturday, March 5th. Yep. And when do you come back? Sun Saturday, March 12th. Okay. All right. All right. Gonna have a lot of people we're friends and family with up in the air on those days. Interesting. All right. Text you guys from my tournament because I'm sure I'll be at a tournament. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Exactly. We took this weekend off. We're tight. We're trying to take off every other weekend. Just to keep some sanity. Yeah, yeah. Well, traveling, even if it's just to sports stuff or other places, is is takes a lot of energy, right? Which yeah, is why yeah. MB, you know, have you have you talked to your parents about a Florida trip? Um I'm slowly try slowly trying to persuade them. Okay. I mean, you know, if it doesn't happen because of scheduling or this, that, and the other thing, you know right we there's an entire year ahead of us maybe right but we'll see yeah I have a lot of visitors coming in April like one set of visitors is staying with me the first set they have their own place but you know they'll be here then the next set is staying with me some but they're doing they're visiting some other people in Florida and then my third set of visitors are staying with me. So the first three weeks of April are crazy for me. I know, Foofy, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So MB, so you've got your spring break plans. You're working on your post, you know, 
uh, semester plans. And in the meantime, we're kind of in a sports lull, right? So what sports have you been watching lately or following or keeping up with? Been keeping up with, um, what sport have I been keeping up with? Tennis. Oh yeah. All right. You'll, yeah, you'll I've been to, watching a lot of tennis too. You two will have to run with this because I have watched basically zero tennis this year. So tell the listeners what you're watching in the tennis world. What and what is coming up that would inspire me to re-engage? Miami Open. Yeah. That should be at the uh, mid mid March 22nd. I want to say is when it starts. I could be wrong about that, but it's I probably mid March. Mid to because it, it ends in April, so yeah, it's towards the end of March. But um, I think um, we have a, a Dubai tournament taking place right now, and then uh, darn it, uh, another one in Spain that's going on, and a lot of big players are in it. I think because they're both ATP 500s, yeah, yeah. So it's just been interesting because a lot of people are getting knocked out but like people like Medvedev like seems to be yeah Novak lost to the 123rd ranked player in the world I read yeah so yeah it's just been interesting I think Sitsipas got knocked out in first round one of them and yeah it's just you know but that's what these um tournaments are to these players they're not necessarily just to win it all but you got to stay focused in playing a lot of these smaller tournaments so that by the time you got to the major you're in it you know what i'm saying yeah you have to get that play time in yeah you have to stay you have to sharpen your skills again right exactly um did either of you hear hey mb did you hear about zverev attacking yes. the cherim i saw that i saw that yep i heard about that what can you that share awesome. with the listeners about that event? That, what do you know about that? Tell the listeners kind of what happened or what you remember. I remember he threw his racket against the chair. With okay. yeah. Was he mad by like bad so he was, calls? Yeah, or? he was playing a doubles match and there was Which, a bad call. To get that worked up about. Double yeah, match. it the the ball uh it he, they didn't he didn't like the call so as All right, Zverev is a top ranked uh German male tennis player who actually apparently you wouldn't know it necessarily to look at him on the court but he apparently perhaps has a very bad temper. Yeah, but he's got to get really fired up because he generally does he keeps his cool, but you know every well, so once in a while. He's had some domestic violence charges filed against him by a previous girlfriend. Um, There's some other things kind of in his uh, personal history that would lead us to believe that he is perhaps a more aggressively ill-tempered man than he Hmm. appears. I don't know. I mean, you know, you put things like this together and so. Gotcha. But uh, I yeah. Don't, you know. So anyway. anyway, he walked off the court, and as he was walking across, <laughs> he was walking up to the or towards to like switch sides or whatever. Yeah, or not switch side. I think it was the end of the match actually. And he took his racket and he hit it. The hit, and then he went back to it and he backhanded 
the, the chair umpire again. And he just hit the, the railing, the outside of it, but it was right. enough for the chair ump to, he got up and ran away. Oh my gosh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, he got up and he ran away. As soon as Zevrev was like past that point of hitting it again, he got up and he, he got off the court immediately. And Zevrev just like sat down and started smashing his racket. All righty then. <laughs> and his partner you know, was like, know, come on, really? You know I wish the chair ump was in that case. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Carlos, whatever Carlos. his last name is. <laughs> and then my Loser. prediction about the Super Bowl did not come true. Sorry, what? wait. What? What was your your prediction about the Super Bowl did not come true? Remember when we got my? Remember when we had our and? Remember when we had our eye appointment, Babs, and I made this prediction. Well, remind the listeners, yes, what your prediction was. So it was, um, so it was the day before the Super Bowl, and I made a prediction that the Bengals would win, but, but that never happened. That's true. That didn't happen. I can't remember. Did you have a score prediction? Yes, I had a score prediction. I think, didn't I say 45 to 10? Ah, that does sound familiar. That was not the final score. Each no. team scored more than that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the Super Bowl, whatever. Ugh. I didn't watch any of it. I was sad that the, I wanted the Bengals to win, but I didn't watch any of it. And then I hear that the stupid people that pick make Aaron Rodgers the NFL MVP. I'm like, give me a freaking break. How is that possible? I yes, How is that possible? Yeah. How is it possible since he didn't, you know, um, specifically? I mean, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't even think he had better stats than Tom in like any category. I'd have to double check that, except for, you know, the Packers had a better record than and the Buccaneers. Not, and- but not by like a game. I mean, it wasn't like. Anyway, I think it's all BS. B to the S. Agreed. I did hear Tom is going to be starring in a movie as himself uh, <laughs> with, I can't even remember. I was like, come on, Tom, really? I'm like, you can do a little better this. than that, Tom. Come on. Uh, uh, let me see. Tom Brady. <sighs> I, there was some article. Tom Brady goes Hollywood. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady's next move, a buddy comedy film with Hollywood legends. It says Tom Brady has found his next project post NFL, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the new, the 44 year old former New England Patriots quarterback. I like that. will star in and produce a football themed flick entitled 80 for Brady. And he's got some real star power helping usher him into this next chapter. Legends Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field will also star in the Paramount Pictures movie. 80 I'm watching that. What's, gonna, what's the name of it? I'm watching 80, it. 80, 80 for Brady is inspired by a true story and follows four besties and New England Patriots fans, Tomlin, Fonda, Moreno, and Field, who take a trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their favorite quarterback, who is, you guessed it, the real Tom Brady himself. Chaos and hilarity obviously ensue as the four friends take a cross-country road trip to see Brady play in the big game. The road trip comedy will be directed by Kyle Marvin, who co-wrote the script with Michael Cavino, 
Production will begin later this spring and no release date has been set yet. Um, so, man, I hope they, I mean, some of those actresses are really old. I hope they get it filmed. We'll get it filmed. <laughs> I mean, how old is Jane Fonda now? Let's see, let oh, me look at. She's, I think like 81. 70, either 78 or seven, like she's up there. So, and, yeah. She is. I watch her on that show, uh, Grace and Frankie. Frankie yeah. and Grace. Yeah. That, but, and the last season came out and I haven't watched it yet, so I have to watch it. She's, um, Jane Fonda's 84. Yeah, so Good she's, for her. she's old. But she's not the, going anywhere. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. All right, I hope you're right. Yeah. Um, let's see. And so I don't know, maybe, I mean, Lily Tomlin's gotta be pretty old too. Yeah, they're she, best friends. She's maybe not that old, is she? Yeah. She's 82. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rita Moreno age. Oh gosh, Rita Moreno so is 90. Oh my God! God bless her. Come and on. Then, and then we and then we have Tom Brady, who is like, who is forty four. The age yeah. is going to be significant. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm so befuddled right now. You're befuddled. You why are you befuddled? Because why? I mean, does Rita? You can't find somebody else besides Rita Moreno who's ninety. I mean, that's that's just a lot. That's a lot of age there. Um, well, what do you, who cares? Well, I'm just worried really they're going to die before the movie's finished in 83. No, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be fine. As long as they stay healthy, they'll be fine. They're, they're Hollywood royalty. I mean, they'll Valley be fine. Field is only 75, so. <laughs> Anywho, all right, this is a good segue. What other entertainment news do you have for us, MB? Did you fit the Olympics finished last weekend? You're right. I didn't get to watch enough of it, but overall, I'm going to say I was disappointed. What about you? Did anybody you win? Anybody you like win anything? No. I no. mean, Michaela Schiffer, and I think, did she? I didn't even see how she finished her race. They races. came in fourth. They all came as a team. They came in fourth in that last um, in that so last did she get, run. Did, did she get any medals? No. This Olympics. All right. So that's a disappointment. And the now our curling team, team didn't. They came in fourth as well. They didn't get. I know. Medal. Men's curling team didn't defend their gold medal. And so then there was sad. nothing else worth watching. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I watched. We watched bobsledding. That's it. Bobsledding. I didn't watch any bobsledding. Uh, you know, the half pipe slope style was good. We saw Chloe Kim. She's an American who defended her gold on slope style, I think. Yeah, I didn't, I literally watched so little of the figure skating. I read more about it and the, the women's figure skaters and them being like losing their minds. And Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the Russian Olympic figure skater who had had all that drama. Mm-hmm. Yep, all the drama with 
being allowed to participate, even though she failed drug tests for banned substances. And that's a real problem for me. That's a real problem for me, because if that was an American, I don't understand how she was still able to compete. That's just it did happen to an American track athlete last summer. She she had marijuana. Which she tested positive for marijuana, which is a banned controlled. substance, which of course yeah. I'm like, really? Because I don't think it's performance enhancing. Exactly. <laughs> and that was the controversy. That was the controversy. So well, she even spoke out. It's like, you know, how is this fair that the International Olympic Committee lets this girl compete right. and not me? And she's like, it's because I'm black. She's like, I'm a young black woman and she isn't. And honestly... It's got to be something. I mean, to it, it could be that. It could be. I mean, that she's an American, but I think she was. She had a lot of hype around her. I think she was expected to do pretty well at the yeah. Summer Olympics, and you know that I read the International Olympic Committee's reasoning for this to let her compete because of her age. They're like, if we punished her in this way, it would have a detrimental impact on her career. Right. So she did get special treatment because of her younger age. I'm sure the track athlete from the U.S. was, you know, a young person, but still older than 15. So, but yeah, it's just, it's BS. BS. And now I'll have to wait another four years for any more good curling. The the Summer Olympics are in Paris in 2024. Yep, that'll be interesting. I mean, have has Paris ever hosted an Olympics? Do we know? It's. I think it's. It would spin since like the forties or something, wasn't it? And then I think because we didn't go to it, but Germany did, and the reason why we wasn't that the Olympics where they we wouldn't go because Germany was in it and we were at war with them at the time. Uh, no, the Paris hosted the Olympics in 1900 and 1924. Oh. So it's been a hundred years since Paris. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Has hosted the Olympics. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know in the forties that there were any Olympics because of world war two. Um, so <laughs> let's see. Olympic games in the 1940s but anywho all right so yes so that entertainment is over for us we don't know how long we're gonna have to wait for 80 for brady to be produced filmed produced (laughs) um so what else is entertaining us here let's see what else is entertaining us the olympics uh says they were the 1940 summer olympics were originally scheduled to be held in tokyo but they were rescheduled due to the invasion and then they were canceled so gotcha uh yeah so there weren't they the olympics were canceled in 1940 and 1944 and they resumed in London in 1948. So cool. Interesting. What else is entertaining us? Uh, I'm watching this show on Netflix called Manifest. Have you heard of it? 
I've heard of Manifest. Yeah, I just I just started watching it. The premise of the show is this flight disappears for five and a half years and comes back, and the people on the plane haven't aged at all. They didn't think they were missing, and now they have like kind of special telepathic psychic powers, and uh, they're you know trying to figure out what happened to them. They're trying to help people along the way, and they're trying to stay off the evil government radar of people that are trying to, you know, capture them and test them. Oh, nice. Wow. I just got done watching The Witcher. I did two seasons of that. Is that all there is so far? Yes. Tell people about this show because I, I think it's, I don't know much about it, but I feel like it's popular right now. Yeah, it's, um, it's set up kind of like a Game of Thrones type of thing. It's like in a medieval era. and. Um, there are like three, four types of people in this, this realm. There right. are um, sorcerers who engage with the humans, uh, specifically kings and queens, to try and um, keep everything in balance. And then you have the elves, and then you have um, the mages, they call themselves. They're magicians. They have magic. Um, and then you have the witcher himself and these witches who really try and stay out of everything. Their goal in life is just to keep everything safe, try and keep, um, um, like they, if they see a monster or something, they, they try and kill the monster for the, the townspeople or whatever. And so the, the, the story is that this witcher gets involved in trying to, keep this one princess uh, safe. She's got magic powers, but everybody doesn't understand how, if she goes to the evil side, she's gonna rule everything. But if, she, if they save her and they keep her safe, then she'll turn out good. So that's, the witcher winds up taking on this promise to, to keep her safe. Yeah. Um, and so all these other forces are against him and, and the princess and, and then, you know, the, there's other stories going on, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All these kingdoms are kind of fighting against one another. And now people are taking sides because they found out about the princess. And it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's, it's very entertaining. I wouldn't go too much deeper than that. All right, cool. I like it. Have you been streaming anything, MB, or watching any shows? The original Law and Order came back on Thursday night. So I started watching, <laughs> yes, so I started watching that. What do, you, what do you mean came back on Thursday nights? It's being, it has a new season? So it got canceled by NBC a few years ago. Oh. And, and, and they wanted to, and the producer of Law and Order SVU and Law and Order Cr Criminal Intent wanted to bring back Law and Order, the original one. Wow. Is this what they were trying to get the... Um... What's his name? The actor? Sam, Sam Waterston. Yeah, who is in Grace and Frankie or Frankie and Grace, whichever one it is. They oh, were trying yeah, to get yeah, yeah, yeah. Him back, weren't they? Maybe I think that's he is. That's it's just the original, the original cast is back in it. And he, I think he is in it. That's insane. All right. So when did it start? MB. Thursday night. So, all right. So it's like a mid, it's a mid season launch. So it started in February. 
So they'll do like half a season until May and then pick it up again when fall TV starts. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Interesting. We shall see. We shall see. That reminds me of a show that I have watched for a number of years, uh, NCIS, which is the original one. You know, they have other ones too, like NCIS Los Angeles, New Orleans, et cetera. And uh, Mark on NCIS is Gibbs. I know, Gibbs. Mark Harmon left the show after 18 seasons. And so that was like kind of crazy. Um, so I wonder how long, how much longer the original NCIS will stay will on. Yes. Another uh, one of my shows got renewed for season 10, The Blacklist. It did. Okay. Yeah. That's, I watched that show as well. I don't think I'm caught up currently. I enjoy it, but it was interesting. Like how, what was the arc of the show going to be? with the main character. Well, I don't want to put any too, spoiler, spoiler alert, stop listening. If you haven't watched The Blacklist and don't want it ruined for you, stop right now, stop, hit pause. I think that's enough of a spoiler alert? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because yeah. you know, since they killed off the main character, Elizabeth Keene, who has kind of had the whole arc of this series. Um, I mean, you know, I guess, I do wonder one day, it won't be until probably the series finale where we'll find out like, what is Red's real relationship to Elizabeth? Because at first we thought she was his father, but then supposedly genetic testing said it wasn't. Anyway, yeah, all right. So that was renewed for season 10, wow. Good to know, good to know. Lots of entertaining things happening. I'm trying to read some books too. I've Always got a lot going. Uh, just trying to finish them off. And then, uh, yeah. Maybe next podcast, I'll have some book recommendations for our listeners. Right now, I'm actively reading The Parable of Talents by Octavia E. Butler, who was a hmm. famous uh, science fiction writer. With everything going on in the world, my brain is trying to take me elsewhere, outside of the world, outside of reality. I just started uh, The Marriage Lie. Okay. And it takes place here in Atlanta, so it's kind of cool. Oh, interesting. I mean, it mm -hmm. doesn't sound all that positive, but it's no, fiction it's or nonfiction. It, I think it's fiction. Yeah, it's fiction. Okay. A, a woman, um, her husband goes off on a, a business trip and the plane goes down and she's. Um, uh, it's apparently I haven't read too far into it yet, but apparently after he dies, she finds out all these things about him that she didn't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes he, but yeah, sense. he's like living a whole, you know, other life, I think. So we'll see. Right. It, we will see. And listeners, will see. you will hear but right now. <laughs> I'm hungry. I got to go have some lunch. Me too. And I got to go finish packing. Oh yeah. Well, safe travels. Thank you. Where are you going? California, Southern California, Los Angeles area for my father-in-law's 90th birthday celebration. Well, happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to him. How was your and trip thank to you Boston? Listening. What? How was your trip to Boston? 
Oh yeah, that was good. It was too cold, too cold, but it was good. Glad I went, exhausting, cold, glad to be back in the Florida warmer weather. Glad my next trip is to California where the weather should stay hopefully warmer than Boston. Yeah, you better check before you go. <laughs> I, I've been checking. It looks like a couple nights it might dip into the high 40s, but I don't know that we're going to get a day below the mid 60s. So hopefully we'll have some 70s and 80s thrown in there. It's just going to be a crazy week. It's hard to be on the go, but on the go we must be. Onward and upward. Onward and upward. Till next time. Till next time, guys. Bye. 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 Safe travel. See you guys soon. See ya.